Welcome to FDAC, the podcast focused on women in male-dominated industries. The space where we give women the ability to kick negativity and to share victories. I'm your host, Zay. Turn it up so you don't miss out. Hey guys, welcome to FDAD. Who am I talking to today? What's up? My name's Anu. Okay, Anu. So what do you do for a living? Uh, right now, I am a delivery driver. So I drive smaller box trucks and stuff like that. I just kind of started with this company, but I've been doing like a few things here and there over the years. Oh, that's cool. So what kind of stuff did you do prior to that? So prior, I was a lead warehouse specialist at one of the bigger solar companies locally here and stuff like that. And then I've just been rolling in and out of um, warehouses. I was living in Texas for about four years until 2019. So I moved up to Texas. What was that? Like 2015. And from there, it wasn't like everybody tells me, they're like, oh, did you go for school? Because I, you know, I was like, no, I didn't go for school. They're like, oh, you're there for four years, right? must have been college. Like, no, honestly, I just wanted to get away and find something better. Because when I left high school, I had this mentality where I just wanted to make money. You know, I wanted to make good income and stuff like that. And being home here in Hawaii, it's like, you know, the biggest thing you have to look forward to is either joining the, how do I say this, the hospitality industry, working mm-hmm. at hotels and stuff like that, or just doing like minor kind stuff at the, or working at the airport. Like that was the only options I really had going for me at the time, especially being like fresh out of high school. So I was doing a lot of warehouse stuff when I was in Texas. And then before I left home, I was just trying to figure out my way of making some side cash with whatever uncles that would let me work with them. Because before I even left high school, I kind of had this mindset where I was like, you know, I wanted to get into trade work, but I just didn't know how to do it. Right. And then it's like just being high school. It's hard to find a job just being fresh out of high school, too. Right. You know, not a lot of employers want the young kids coming in and all this kinds of stuff. So. Yeah, other than that, I've just been rolling through warehouse jobs. I have a lot of warehouse jobs, but I do. I, when I was in Texas, the opportunities are so vast up there that I was doing. I went from warehouse work to like construction to selling cars. Like I've I've been doing a bunch of different things here and there and stuff. So, but right now I'm just a delivery driver. I drive smaller box trucks, vans, and stuff like that, and just cruising all day long. <laughs> That's that's pretty dope. So, okay, so what do you do to kind of motivate yourself to kind of go to work? Because, you know, I know sometimes, obviously, like in Hawaii, it's like super hard, right? Like financially, you know, cost of living is expensive Mm -hmm. here. So what kind of things do you do to kind of get you going throughout your day? I mean, I know it's kind of like, oh, I just need the money. but Like, is there other stuff other than that? Yeah, no, the biggest selling point for me was just finding a a home basically like finding a good place to work man finding good management and finding good co-workers to be around because I mean you're stuck at work majority of your day you know you're you're working all day long eight hours if not more and stuff like that so for me it was more just finding a good um, family to be a part of you know finding people that I can jive with people that basically accept me because it's it's been rough going in and out of different places and stuff like that you know and that's kind of one of the biggest reasons why I was jumping in and out of places is because there was just there was just some I don't know I don't even know how to say it like there was just some bad vibes just put it that way like you know it was just it was hard moving in and out of different places and then it's like just working with good people makes a huge difference you know one you're already trying to 
worry about making enough money to survive here in Hawaii. But now it's like you got to go to work and deal with some upset people and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it's mainly my biggest motivation is just being being able to enjoy the people I work with. That's cool. That's cool. So, okay, wait, let's just touch on what you said about like uh, what, you know, what kind of things have you experienced as far as being in a male dominated industry? Because obviously you've gone from warehouse to construction. So you've experienced a lot of guys, right? In your field of work. So have you like experienced some, you know, really uncomfortable situations or? Yeah. Yeah. There's been a few, um, there's been a few, it's a lot of it was just more doubt. Like when I was in Texas, I was, you know, it's, it's, it's a different mentality there. So it wasn't the worst thing in the world, but I was building um, trusses. So I was on the night shift with a bunch of dudes that are grouchy enough as it is. And, you know, here comes this girl just walking in. And it to me, it just it's an ego thing. You know, it's just an ego thing. So it's like I'm over there and there I'm walking in. And there's been a few times where like when I first started, like guys just completely doubted that I could do something like like there's this big uh, this big ass piece of metal that I got to go and move to build this trust and stuff. And the, the boss, the foreman's over there. He's like, well, go ahead and go get it done. And then I have all these dudes looking at me like, yeah, right. You're never going to get it done. And, you know, it's like, I see them going doing this and they come out to go and help this other dude to go do mm-hmm. it. But when the girl has to go and do it, they mm-hmm. would like really just shaft me and be like, yeah, you think you can do it? Go ahead and do it. So it's like the first few months that I was working at the construction place, I kind of just, had to prove myself, I guess, in a sense, but like silently, like they wouldn't say it out loud. They would just kind of shaft me to the side and be like, well, if you can do it, do it then. And I'm like, okay, if that's how it's going to go, then let's do it. Eventually I ended up proving them wrong. So, I mean, worked out for me, but yeah, it was, there was that. And then when I was my recent job, my last job as a lead warehouse specialist, when I first started, cause I was at that, that company for like three plus years. Mm-hmm. I was there for a while, but when I first started, there was there was a lot of doubt coming through. Just one, because I didn't think I had the experience to get the job done. So there was a lot of that. And then the same thing is just like it's it was just awkward. Like, oh, they didn't know really, really what to say or what to ask me. They thought, you know, basically it just felt like they didn't think I could get it down. So that seems to be like a reoccurring thing at a lot of the jobs that I've been through is just that that instant doubt. Like, oh, I don't know if you know, do you even know what you're doing? Like, are you sure you can figure this stuff out and all this stuff? And then at the end of the day, I just got to prove myself, which I don't mind doing because honestly, it feels good to me. <laughs> right, right. Like, you want to challenge me, then challenge me. I'm just going to make you look bad at the end of the day. <laughs> right, right. So, okay, so it's the doubt coming from other coworkers. This isn't your own self-doubt, right? So in that case, like, how do you deal with that? Like, how do you mentally deal with that? Because I, you know, women out there, they kind of experience this every day on the daily, you know, it kind of gets tiring. You know, is there any Mm -hmm. motivation? Or is there any, like anything you kind of tell yourself, maybe some sort of mantra? I don't know, some girls do that. I, I don't. You know, is there anything you kind of tell yeah. yourself? Yeah, no, honestly, I'm I'm just more of a competitive person. Mm. So I don't really like tell and tell myself anything. But in my head, I'm like, OK, you want to play this game? Like, I just mm-hmm. have that attitude like, OK, you want to go there? Let's go there, you know. So if there's like anybody else out there going through that, like just have 100 percent confidence in yourself. 
Just believe in yourself. No, forget about everybody else. Forget about what so-and-so thinks. Forget about what so-and-so said. If you believe that you can do it on your own, just have that self-confidence going into it. Like you, like if it's somebody walking into like a new trade or whatever, a new job, and like, you know, you're having a rough time at the beginning, like you're there for a reason. You wanted to be there. Mm -hmm. So it's like, just back that up 100%. You know, don't doubt yourself because... Once you start doubting yourself, that's when things start to go downhill. Just believe in yourself and keep pushing yourself. Obviously not to the point where it's going to, you know, jeopardize you and your safety and stuff like that. But if you think you can do it, then, hey, just believe in that and forget about what everybody else says about it, you know? Right, right. So so have you, like, set goals? Is that what, you know, what is exactly your goal in life? Pretty much. I've, I've set a bunch of goals. So, like, I was working in a solar industry, right? So once I was in the warehouse, it was a lot of reading plan sets, understanding systems and stuff like that. So my goal eventually is to get further into trade work. Like eventually I want to go and get my EJ license. I want to go and become a certified electrician. And, you know, I tried, I talked to a lot of the guys that were there and stuff too. And there, a lot of them are very supportive with it. But then there are like outside of that realm, like when I go and tell like, you know, different people about like, oh yeah, you know, this is my plan and stuff like that. There, there is still that, that faint doubt where they're like, well, you know, really hard work mm-hmm. and I'm like okay and what's new mm-hmm. <laughs> what's new you know but that's kind of my plan and I'm just sticking to it like you know I have a goal I want better for my life because just touching a bit on my background you know growing up I we didn't really have a whole lot growing up basically and it's like you know now that I'm older and stuff like that I have these goals I have these dreams I have these things that I want and I want it my way you know so that's pretty much my goal is I just have a drive to go and get better for myself and my family. Right, right. And, uh, you know, obviously it it's unfortunate that women have to feel like this. You know, they have to constantly feel like there's, I got to prove myself. There's like, I got to convince myself I'm good. Like I got this, you know, mm-hmm. it, I just think, you know, the world around them, like you said, should be supportive, right? Like not just guys, but other women too. Because I've noticed like even sometimes you're in this realm with other women. Like, you know, like if another female steps into your zone, you know, it gets uncomfortable. So as women, I think we also need to, you know, kind of bring each other up. So I I don't know if like your background made you this way. Like there's a like a competitive thing. Like did you or is it just like an innate thing? I have no idea. Like, what do you think? You think it's like just, you know, you as a person kind of you know, understood that, you know what, I'm a competitive person and this is what it's going to be. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, like I said, it's just the background that I've came from, you know, I, my family growing up, I didn't really have a whole lot. We couldn't really afford a whole lot and stuff like that. And from the get go, I just, I, I knew doing the harder work, obviously you work harder, you get paid more, right? Right. Doing all this different types of tasks trade work and stuff like that. I knew that's, that's where the bread was, (laughs) you know? And then it's just, I have a niche for you very my family and I were very outdoorsy people like I grew up hunting fishing diving and then on top of that I'm always with the boys so when the boys are working on the trucks I'm working on the trucks you Mm -hmm. know and that was just my thing like that's stuff I'm into I can't handle sitting down all day long behind a desk Mm -hmm. like I get I get I get frustrated with myself like I gotta constantly keep moving that's one thing and then yeah on top of that there's the competitive side like I'm just because I'm with all these boys growing up, you know? How right, are. right. So it's like, I just have that competitive mentality for one. And then two, it's just the way I grew up. I'm a very outdoorsy person. I like to be hands-on. I like to be 
constantly moving and i like to keep challenging myself like that is my niche if i feel challenged hey i i feel motivated to go and get something done but if it's something that's too easy for me and then eventually just becomes re- repetitive work and stuff then mm-hmm. once i get bored i'm not yeah so okay so if a if someone let's just say just graduated high school right and they wanted to walk into the kind mm-hmm. of the industry that you're you're in you know whether it's truck driving or warehouse or construction like what do you think their start should be at like what do you think you should have started at maybe prior like maybe going to school or you know what do you think i think definitely going to school does make a difference just having that background but honestly if you're looking for like a fast track way just get into it just just apply for it get in there and then just work hard from the beginning cuz like for me I just I've always had to work from the bottom and work my way up mm-hmm. so just go into it don't be afraid don't doubt yourself commit to it get in there and gain as much experience as you can just be a sponge be a sponge be open minded and just soak up as much experience as you can cuz at the end of the day that's what's going for me at least that's what's projected me to where I am today is just I've been through all these different things I've learned all these different things so it's like now I come with this huge rap sheet of experience in a piece of every single little type of industry mm-hmm. and that's kind of just projected me to where I'm at today but if you can I wish I did that from the beginning you know instead of jumping around job to job and like finding new places I wish I started earlier you know because my goal is to be an EJ one day Mm-hmm. I should have started earlier with the trade work straight out of high school, gone to school for it maybe or at least got into the industry earlier to gain the experience and better understanding and all this stuff. Like I should have stuck to it from the beginning. So, I guess that would be my advice is just go for it. If you think school is for you and you want to do a little bit of work on the side then hey, go for it. But for me, the, I like the fast track way. That's just me right. personally. So, if you're into it, just get into the work, figure out what it is you want to do. Find out your starting point, and you know, find a job that's going to give you that opportunity. Mm-hmm. And then just, even if it's not exactly where you want to be, if it's like a little stepping stone towards your goal, then just go for it. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Absorb it. Take in all that you can, and just keep on pressing. Keep focused, though. Like, stay focused on what you want, because there are gonna. I don't want to like give anybody any false hope. There's going to be hard days for sure. Like you're going to have these mm-hmm. moments here and there no matter what cuz people are people and stuff like that. Just keep pressing. Stay focused and keep pressing. And you know what? You've accomplished a lot. Like dude, you've done a whole lot. And like <laughs> look, here's the thing. Like I didn't figure out I wanted to be a mechanic till I was like literally 27. So I've changed jobs mm-hmm. multiple times. I mean, I was a tree climber. I did zip lining. Like I did a whole bunch of stuff. So you know what? Like I'm here to kind of, you know, we're here to kind of express that. You know what? Mm-hmm. You don't have to start from school and you can change your, mm-hmm. you know, your idea or your, your drive or your ambition or your goal. You can always change it. And the point of what you're saying yeah, is to be malleable and to take all that in right and be the jack of all trades who said you have to be the ace at one thing you know just be the jack of all trades yeah what do you think in your industry like people should change to be a lot more friendly to females or to be a lot more accepting maybe is a better word i guess for like the driving industry cuz i i really just started at this place and honestly <laughs> they are f- super friendly like that's why i like this job so much mm-hmm. is because they are so friendly with it but like for the past jobs that I've had like these construction jobs 
and all this other stuff that I've been doing in the past, warehouse jobs and all this other stuff, dude, like, don't be so judgmental for one. Right. <laughs> don't be jo- so judgmental. And two, put the opportunity out there for everybody, like, especially home here. I've noticed a lot, like, guys are groomed from the beginning and time to go into this trade work stuff. In all honesty, mm-hmm. like, that's just how I see it home here is these guys are groomed to go into this trade work stuff from the beginning and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then when they hear a female wanting to come into the job or the trade work, it's like, it's like, whoa, let me let me think about this. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. in my opinion, how I just this is just how I feel is like we have to jump through multiple, 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 multiple loops just to get the same job as Brother Man over here when he's been groomed for it from the mm-hmm. beginning of time. It's like keep it open, dude. Like don't be so judgmental for one, because I bet you I can do Brother's job ten times faster and ten times better. <laughs> because that's just how right. females are, you know. At the end of the day, like right. we cross every dot, every eye, and it's like. In my opinion, females are the best, best workers because we don't miss anything. We don't really half-ass anything. Like, we give our 110%. It's like, open it up to not just one group of people. Like, open it up to everybody, dude. Have an open mind, you know? And I'm always hearing about, like, oh, yeah, we don't have enough people to do this work, this work, this and that. Well, it's like, well, if you open up your doors and put the Mm -hmm. opportunity more out for everybody else, then you might have a little bit more. To get things done right and right. that's that's just my like dude open it up like let it let it be out there push it out there open the doors to everybody give this opportunity to not just one specific group of people or like oh well, you know my family that i know and all this kind of stuff but it's like dude right open the doors put the opportunities out there stop being so hush hush about it let everybody mm-hmm. know give everybody the same opportunity just the equality i guess yeah right Right. Equality. You know, there's also here on the islands is nepotism. Right. So it's like when you have a cousin. Right. And that guy's the boss, you know, he's going to hire that guy because that's his cousin. You know, so of course, it's like, you know, we need to put that in check. Nepotism. We also need to put like, you know, basically people are like, oh, you know, I'm going to hire this one girl so we can be equal. We can say we're equal opportunity employers. Right. But the point that you're making is like open it up to all women and don't just like put it in a box and say you know what i'm just gonna hire one girl so that Mm -hmm. i can be categorized as an equal opportunity worker right so so with that all of that being said who do you think you should thank like maybe is there anybody you want to thank that you know do a shout out for them that way (laughs) they kind of know a lot of it would have to be my guys back at the solar industry they they are even to this day, like I'm not even with the company anymore, but I still see them around and they're still, you know, pushing me. And a lot of them, when I opened up to them about, you know, my career goals and stuff and whatnot, they were very supportive of it. You know, they kind of gave me the hope that, yeah, I can do this even, you know, cause I, you, you have that little self doubt here and there, right? but they were the ones to actually push me to even look into it, you know, cause we work together every day. And they saw the the experience and talent that I bring and my skills and stuff like that. So they were the ones to actually initially put it into my head. Like, dude, what do you, what do you, why are you just doing this? Why don't mm-hmm. you push yourself to go and do this too? Like you, I can totally see you doing this. If you need help, let me know and all this stuff. So that would be them. And then just shout out to the people I'm working with now. They, they make things so much, so eat so much more easier for me. And they're so accepting and so nice and welcoming. Like, 
I give them a huge shout out because now they got me thinking about my next career. I'm like, well, do I want to be an EJ or do I want to stick out with this and go get my CDL? And dude, you got a niche like you're super good. They're, they're just really, really good people. Yeah. So um, just for the listeners who don't know what a CDL is, what exactly is that? So CDL license is for your um, truck drivers. So if you want to go and drive tractors and pull these big containers and stuff like that, there is a process to mm-hmm. go through. The bigger the vehicle gets, the bigger your license has to get. Pretty much, you got to go through these special driving courses, and you got to go and get certified to pull certain things. Like there's hazmat and stuff like that that you're going to be pulling in these containers. So that's basically what is, in a nutshell, what a CDL is is you're certified to go and drive these big tractors and stuff like that. And I, if I'm not mistaken, and I might be, I think your CDL applies to like different things too. So like, you know, um, like these, uh, whatchamacall, the cement trucks and stuff like that. If you're looking into getting into like construction and stuff like that too, you got to get CDLs for those dump trucks and all that kinds of heavy equipment and whatnot too. So the weight of the truck. So for our other listeners who don't know, it's called a GVW. So that's, that's, um, I guess basically it's in a nutshell, it's like (laughs) weight per vehicle, right? So if your tons is like above a certain point, you have to get like a B license or an A license or, you know, something like that. So girls, if you guys are interested, that is a whole thing on its own. And let me know so that we can kind of touch base on that. And maybe we'll actually make an episode for strictly that. So maybe you should get your CDO. Then we can put you on the next episode. (laughs) Just kidding. kidding. Um, I'm thinking about it, man. This driver stuff has has me really thinking. I mean, it's it's good work. It's good money. It's uh-huh. it's not the worst uh-huh. thing in the world. Cruising around in AC, uh-huh. but some <laughs> some tunes. And then there's just like a general respect for other drivers. Like I literally just started driving a couple of weeks into the company and stuff. But it's like there's this general respect for like all drivers. So I like short little story. I was driving back from Hilo yesterday. I was driving one of our smaller box trucks. And I'm passing all these other trucks coming on the road and all the drivers are waving at me. Like, it's just this unspoken respect that other drivers have for mm-hmm. you. I think it's so cool. As I, you know, my partner, I was like, why are all these people waving at me? He's like, it's just a driver thing. Like, we just have respect for one another. So there are all <laughs> these other driving these big trucks are like shocking at me. I'm like, oh, I feel like such a big kid now. <laughs> yeah it's, it's recognition cool. right it's recognition yeah. dude like everyone everyone needs recognition right so yeah. it's like i i can understand because i i totally get it like i see like big truck drivers and they just honk their horn and i'm like dude what what are we honking at bro like i don't understand you know like but there is like an unspoken rule there yeah yeah so so like with all of that okay like so you're not sure and that's okay Mm-hmm. That's right, right? I mean, not knowing where your next step is, that makes it a lot more exciting, especially as a female, you know? Like, there's so many doors that you can push open, not just, you know, have open. Mm-hmm. You can just push it open, dude. Like like you said, at any point, you could do what you want, which is CDO or electrician. Mm-hmm. Like, either way, it's a male-dominated industry, and you're, you know, you're stepping into that, and that gives like a huge segue for other women to kind of be like, Hey, I want to be exactly like Anu dude. Like, mm-hmm. you know, people who listen to this, it could inspire a lot of women or girls to be just whatever they want to be, mm-hmm. you know? So if you could say anything to like, just a girl starting out, what would you say? Don't be afraid for one. Don't be afraid. Cause I know it, it is just 
walking into a new job alone is nerve wracking, right? You, it's a new scene. It's a new thing. It's nerve wracking. Don't be afraid. Mm-hmm. And just don't be afraid to ask. Like, I know we have this huge chip on our shoulder. Like, okay, I'm the new girl walking into this male dominated industry and all these guys are walking around. And, you know, a lot of these guys, one, being a guy thing, they don't really like to talk and stuff. Yeah. Not all of them like to mm-hmm. open up and say hello and all this kinds of stuff. It, it's it's intimidating. It is. But just don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Stay focused and just be a sponge. Don't be afraid to ask. Be very open minded to a lot of things. And just don't back, don't back down. Basically, just just keep pressing, go for it, you know. And if you need any help, call me up. Let me know because I know a lot. Of, you know, like if you need that support, like I hope if anybody's gonna get something from this podcast or this episode at least, I hope it really just inspires them to just go ahead and do it. Because I know that's one big thing is a lot of girls are afraid to just face that intimidation and push themselves to get into whatever male-dominated industry they might be looking into. You know, I know that can be an issue is and that can defer people from even trying to do what they want to do. You know, it's just don't be afraid and don't be intimidated. Just go for it. You can do it. If they can do it, you can do it. If you If this brother can go ahead and do this, so can you. And you can probably do it 10 times better in all honesty. I mean, that's just what I've seen right. from my end. <laughs> it's just, right, you know, right. Don't be scared. Don't talk yourself out of it. Just go do it. Because at the end of the day, you're there to make you're there to make a paycheck, not friends. And if you make some friends along the way, <laughs> right on. <laughs> great. Yeah, great. That's the icing on the cake right there. Yeah. So okay, yeah. so how can people get in touch with you in case they want to get in touch with somebody who's gonna encourage them, you know? Yeah, you can you can find me on Instagram. I'm always on that thing. And then if if need be, you know, just find me on my Instagram. My Instagram name is that kid Keanu. I'm always on that. Da- I'm always on that thing because I have my own little small videography thing going too. So it's like I'm always reaching out to people on Instagram. But yeah, you can definitely leave me on Instagram. And if it needs to get on a more personal level and stuff like that, like you really need to talk or you want to meet up, hang out, whatever it is, mm-hmm. then I, you know, I can exchange my contact information that way too. But no, dude, like that's just one thing I've noticed a lot is a lot of girls don't want to go for it because of the intimidation. And it's like, dude, let's talk about it. Like, let's get it out. And if you need some help, let me know. I can, you know, I can be there to support you and all this stuff, whatever way you need me to do it. I can do it. All right, team. So that wraps up our episode of F That. Thank you again to our beautiful guest. Next month, stay tuned. We'll be releasing our new episode. Remember, guys, to say F That to negativity. Have peace. Thank you.